Welcome back to Trucker Talk. This is Ryan. I uh, wanted to give you guys a quick update and apologize for uh, not being able to upload more frequently. I went ahead and I began training for the company I'm with right now. And uh, yeah, it definitely takes a lot more um, effort on my part and using a lot more of my time than I thought it would originally. So... We're going to go ahead and the topic for today's podcast is going to be training. While you're in training, the do's and don'ts, how to work with your uh, instructor, and just some general courtesy rules for while you're on the semi-training. After this podcast, we'll begin to get into some topics that are away from the beginners, but I figured with this being a brand new podcast, starting it off with all the beginner information would be very useful for them. And uh, so if you're a more experienced driver listening and you don't really think this podcast is going to work for you because you know already know everything I'm talking about or you have already been through training and you don't plan on going back through any training, um, just hold on out for another week or two and I'll have another episode or I'm actually hoping to do at least one episode a week for you guys. But um, give me about a week or two and I'll have an episode up for the more experienced drivers where I'll be talking a bit more about the uh, going-ons of the industry right now. I'll be following along with the court case against the trucker who was in the accident off of I-70 in Colorado not too long ago. The uh, gentleman saying he lost his brakes and going into his company and their CSA score and digging some information out there to educate y'all on it. So uh, just hold out till then. And with that being said, let's go ahead and hop right into it. Let's start off with some do's and don'ts. All right, so we're going to go ahead and hop right in some do's and don'ts. So for do's, we're going to talk about things you should do with your trainer. Um, Always make sure that you have spoken to your trainer prior to meeting them. Usually get a phone call in with them. Give them about a good half hour and just talk with him or her, whatever you happen to get, and discuss kind of what you're expecting to get out of this. Find out what they're expecting from you and also find out, you know, what to bring onto the truck some trainers are picky about the kind of stuff you can bring onto the trucks some are not Um, so you need to know that you don't exactly want to bring an entire traveling set of suitcases on the truck because there's not that much room and if you think you're going to need all that stuff you may have to reevaluate getting into trucking industry if you need seven suitcases to get onto a truck for a week or two okay Um, the average trainee is on the truck with the trainer from anywhere from four weeks to six weeks with my company it is four to six weeks When I was with CR England, it was four weeks. Uh, I believe Warner also does four weeks or 180 drive hours, whichever comes first. Um, So that's just kind of what to expect there. Another big do for trucking is uh, find out a bit about your trainer before you get on the truck. And I mean that like personally, like find out what kind of music they like, kind of find out some topics they don't really like to discuss so you don't bring them up by accident not realizing they would uh upset your trainer and that kind of leads into our fist or our our first don't um which is religion and politics don't ever bring them up you know they are the biggest argumentative things that you can have is religion and politics It, it ruins family dinners it ruins holidays and it'll definitely ruin your time on a trainer's truck so don't bring up either of those another don't is don't bring um, alcohol, firearms, any weapons, anything like that. You don't need them out here. 
um, anything like that that you would need, your trainer is going to have. Your trainer will have a pocket knife. Your trainer will have all the tools. Most trainers, if they're not with a mega carrier, will have a firearm if they are licensed to carry. You as the trainee don't need to be bringing that. And personally, I don't think a trainer should have a firearm on their vehicle in case you get that one crazy student. There have been trainers that have been shot and killed and stabbed by their students. Um, I've been, I've taught, was talking to a driver today about one that happened to a, a trainer from Western Express. Uh, while I was going through training with CR England, they were telling us about a trainee, a trainer who was literally a day away from retiring. Like this was his last student. Once he was done with this student, he was done training. He was going to retire. That student stabbed him over 90 times and killed the trainer. So some, there's some don'ts there. Don't stab your trainer. Didn't think I'd have to say that, but there you go um another do is uh go ahead and make sure you bring some money okay if you don't have a lot of money that's all right you only need about 50 60 dollars for a week and by the end of that week your company will have paid you while you're in training whether it's ten dollars an hour or five hundred dollars a week whatever it happens to be and then you can go and get some food and cigarettes or whatever else you're needing and your trainer will more than likely be willing to help you out with some of that stuff by helping you, you know you know buying you a meal every other day or so helping you out by getting you a pack of cigarettes and that follows up with another do if your trainer does anything nice like that for you pay them back don't be a jerk and expect him or her to drop a hundred dollars on you every week and you never give them anything back your trainer is not there to financially support you okay they're there to teach you about trucking and backing and going to shippers and receivers and how to keep this thing in a straight line going down the highway so make sure that uh, if they do buy anything for you, you pay them back. You let them know that you're grateful. You know, be thankful, say thank you, and all that cra- that crap. Um, another don't is gonna be don't think you're a super trucker. I some of these guys that come out here, they have a year or two experience from the military or from a previous time they trucked, and they came out here and they got a real sour attitude with their trainer right off the bat. If you think you know everything, get out of trucking right now because you are a danger to everyone on the roadway. You will always be learning out here. Something new will happen to you every single day. You will always learn. Complacency kills. So if you think you know everything and you got a year, two, or you're fresh out of the school, don't even bother getting on a trainer's truck. Turn your ass around and walk away before you get yourself killed. Alright, so there's your one big tidbit, and probably the first time I've actually sweared on this podcast, but it's that important that you guys need to understand. You need to listen to your trainer, even if you have some experience. You know, and let your trainer know, hey, I got two years experience. Okay, then that tells them they need to focus on some of the stuff that's not exactly basics. They need to focus more on teaching you about the company policies, you working your Qualcomm, Zonar, tablet, whatever your company uses. And with ELDs set to go into effect next year... Um, it's going to be very interesting for the training aspect because pretty much every company you go to, they're going to have a different ELD, uh, electronic log device, that you'll have to learn how to use. And a lot of truckers jump from company to company every other year or so, uh, depending on their needs for home time and what they're making and if they're getting the loads they want at the company they're at. So there's a little bit of extra information for you but that's gonna do it for this section we're gonna take a quick intermission 
And then when we come back, we're going to go over some of the things that you should watch out for while you're training, um, things that you should make sure that your trainer focuses on with you. Um, that way, when you get out on the roadway, you're not going to be, you know, posted on Twisted Truckers on, fa- on that Facebook group where they show all the wrecked trucks and all the stupid stuff that happens out there. So uh, give us a quick intermission and we'll be right back after this. Welcome back from that quick little intermission. Sorry about that. I had uh, some things I had to handle, so that's why we only had such a short segment. Um, We're going to go ahead and hop right into it, and we're going to talk a bit more about uh, what you should make sure your trainers are focusing on with you while you're on over the road. And right off the bat, I'm going to let you know, don't take this as me saying you need to be telling your trainer what to do. That's not going to go over too well. This is more for you to keep in your back of your mind and to bring up to your trainer if you feel these topics aren't being covered. The number one most important thing for your trainer to be teaching you while you're on the road is going to be backing. Um, A lot of people will probably say driving, me, myself, I believe is backing because anyone can get in this truck and take it down the road in a straight line, especially now that most of the companies are going to only automatic semis. Uh, manuals are being phased out and eventually even automatics will be phased out and it will be an AI driving where it's more the uh, truck driver is only there really to take control in emergency situations and to disconnect, reconnect to trailers and deal with shippers and receivers. Uh, So while um, before that's going to go on, we are still being used right now. So we're going to go ahead and talk a bit about backing. Make sure your trainer focuses on backing they are only required by most companies to only do five to ten backs with you and the entire time you're on their truck so for if they're on the trucks for example for four weeks they only have to have you back twice a week and they've met their requirements as your trainer that's not enough backing you need at least 10 backings a week as a trainee because you don't know what you're doing you need to learn you know so we're gonna um Make sure that your trainer actually does backing. And, you know, if they're not wanting to actually have you back up or whatever, tell them, hey, I need to do this. If you stand up for yourself, most trainers are going to respect that and be like, okay, I'll get out of the truck. I'll help you back in. And that's another thing. If he's trying to get or she's trying to get you to back up while they're in the truck, ask them to get out and spot you. Watch your blind side because you are new you don't know what you're doing they are literally there just supposed to coach you they can easily back you up standing right next to your driver door telling you which way to turn your wheels and explaining why whenever they have you do something even if they don't explain it right there at least afterwards ask them why they had you do the specific maneuvers that they did why they had you go left why they had you go right why they had you turn it the wheel so much and have them explain that all to you so that you can get that into your mind so that when you get out here on your own you're not oversteering like most new drivers are uh we're also going to go ahead and the second thing that i believe is most important for them to go over is your company specific uh, rules and regulations, um, mainly how you work. Let's say my company uses Zonar, so I'll use that for an example. I have to train my guys on how to use the Zonar, what macros to send in, what each macro means, why we send it in, the information provided, how it gets sent in, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. 
um, they have to learn how to do that. So make sure your trainer is showing you how to work your ELD, how it all works, because you can actually get a ticket from DOT if you get pulled over and you can't demonstrate that you can work your ELD correctly and properly and that you're well-educated in it. Uh, that's not me saying go ahead and show them how everything works on there, but just know enough of it that if he asks you, hey, show me your eight weeks, I'm sorry, your eight days. Okay, I can pull up my eight days, show him what's going on there. When he asks you, hey, what are your recaps going to look like? You can show him where to find your recaps at and what they will look like and everything else. So uh, following that up will probably be the third most important thing will be mountain driving. Make sure that your trainer your trainer lets you go up into the mountains, come down some downgrades, shows you how to work a jake, shows you how to stab, you know, stab break. Um, hopefully you guys aren't stopping anyone at truck stops, but make sure that you know they show you how to do some stab breaking, and they also teach you to chain. If they don't teach you to chain, it's not the end of the world. You'll be able to look up plenty of YouTube videos. I'll talk about it later on in another episode when I go over winter driving. Uh, we'll talk about that then, but chaining is a process that every trainee should know, even if it's during the summer months that that you train, you need to be able to chain. Um, main, not necessarily to drive through bad weather, but to get yourself out of bad weather, to get yourself to the nearest safe haven to park up and wait for it to pass. Um, especially if you're new, I don't think you should be driving with chains for maybe more than 30 miles max in a day. If you're having to do more than that, you may need to uh, just sit out and wait for this storm to blow over in the roads to get better. Um, so we're going to go ahead and we're going to end this section there. We're going to take a quick break. Um, I have to run in and do something myself real fast, and then I'll come on back. And we will go ahead and handle the testing out process after training so when you're done what to expect so that'll be coming up right after this welcome back to trucker talk I uh, apologize for that interruption there. I had to go handle that situation. But now we're going to go ahead and we'll finish up today's episode. We're going to talk a bit about the testing out process, how that works. Usually for a company, if you've gone through their driving school or you've gone through an out, in the outside driving school, you've gone through their training, now you have to test out. And the whole test out process is really just to verify your trainer did their job, you know what you're doing, you can safely operate a commercial motor vehicle, and that the company can actually trust you with the truck and send you out on your first load. It will normally go a pre-trip test where they'll test you on pre-trip, make sure you can do one, then a driving test. They'll take you out. They'll have you do like three lefts, three rights, merge onto an inter onto an interstate, change lanes, change lanes again, exit the interstate, um, and then another three three lefts, three rights, and then you park. Afterwards, they will do a backing test. 
Now, each company is different when it comes to their backing tests. Some only have one backing maneuver you do. Some have two or three. Um, but the most common that I found has been an alley dock. After you're done with your driving, they'll set up a little uh, enclosed course, and they will have you back up between usually a bunch of tires that they have set up to represent an alley dock. And they'll have you do a 45-45 back, um, with to go into the alley dog, or they'll have you do a specific backing maneuver that they have called some weird name and put it into that dock. Now, after you've done that, they may also have a written test that they make you do, um, but that is just some companies. I know Night Transportation has a written test they do. Night, uh, CR England did not have one while I was there. And I'm not aware of any other companies that do have a written test other than Knight. But because Knight has it, there is a good chance that Swift has it. And possibly Warner and Schneider may also have it. So just be prepared for a written test that you may have to do after all the driving and backing and everything. Um, you then have to pass the written test, pass your pre-trip backing and driving test. And after that... They will go ahead and hand you the keys to your truck. Maybe it may be a brand new truck. Sometimes it will be an older truck. But either way, you got your first truck and assign you to your first load. And that will be the end of training. Unless they're like CR England where they have a second phase of training where you team drive with another trainee. Which to me is just so stupid because it's literally the blind leading the blind. You're putting someone who has six months experience on the truck with someone who has three months experience and expecting them to be fine. I am honestly surprised that we haven't seen CR England surpass Swift in accidents because of their decision. And then on top of that, they have their whole three bunks in one truck, two trainees to one trainer ratio that they got going on. And it's just unsafe. So... That is kind of what to expect when you're going to go ahead and hop out of training and get onto the road and get on with your own um, truck and get out there and start working in this career. Uh, this next episode we will go ahead and do, I will focus on the situation with this driver who has been charged uh, in the crash off I-70 uh, we'll go ahead and cover that in detail. I don't know how quick, how much everyone's been following that. Um, I'll go ahead and lay it down, kind of what happened, what he's facing right now, and if there's been any legal action that has actually gone through the court system yet. And then we'll also go ahead and apply it to ourselves and what we can learn from this guy's mistakes and kind of look into a bit into the CSA scores and how that kind of works and tie it back into researching companies before you go ahead and swap. So that's going to do it for today on Trucker Talk. Thank you guys so much for listening to me. Um, it's been awesome to see how much just with one episode this channel has grown. Um, and it's going to be crazy to watch how quickly this continues to take off. So I wish you guys nothing but the best. Keep the rubber side down, shiny up top, and I'll catch you on the back haul.